This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's see if we can get some positive reinforcement because of the bets we're making today, which I plan on nailing. Chelsea, it is playoff baseball, and we start in the American League with the Rangers at the Rays. Game two, Rangers lead the series 1-0 Rays. Minus 160 on the money line. Rangers plus 135 total set at eight. Give me the right call here. How should I play this? I'm scared to fade the Rangers here because uh, it's a team mm-hmm. that has one of the best offenses in baseball. I know Nathan Avaldi's had some starts where he hasn't looked that great, but also he's got great playoff experience. One of uh, the best pieces on the Red Sox staff back in, I think it was 2018 when they made that deep run in the postseason. Uh, and also career, I think he has a three ERA, 313, I think, uh, in the postseason. So somebody who is not going to be afraid of the moment here. And also, again, this Rangers lineup It's one of the best in baseball. Last night, it was Corey Seager, who also has a ton of postseason experience uh, Mm -hmm. when he was playing for the Dodgers. So Tampa Bay looks a little lost out there right now. Could not do much, offensively speaking, last night. I think that's probably the case again. Jordan Montgomery, obviously the better pitcher, uh, as opposed to Nathan Evaldi, at least in the recent stretch. Not sure if I'd say that career-wise. But still, Tampa Bay, I think, is a touch too high of a price here for me. But the other X factor here that you've got to consider in some of these game twos, the season is on the line for these teams that are down in mm-hmm. a one-game hole. They will be throwing the kitchen sink, throwing their best relievers in like the fifth inning if they run into trouble because this is their season on the line. So I think the desperation factor uh, is built into the number here. But still, I think this is a stay away from me. I would lean towards Tampa Bay, though, just because they're going to do everything in their power to keep this game close. So uh, I like Tampa Bay, but not at that price. I am I am going to trust the Rays here. I'm going to go with Rays first five money line. I found it at minus 150. I'm going to go with that. And I just don't believe in what I've seen from Nathan Eovaldi at least in the second half of the season. Early on, he was great. But remember, he got injured. And when I look at how he's performed in September, it's not a one-off. Six starts, ERA of 9.30. Opponents are batting more than 300 against him. Also, the race at home, a number three spot when it comes to the top five teams in all of baseball. Texas falls out of being in the top 10 in the first five when they're playing on the road. I'm going to back Zach Eflin here and go Rays. First five money line, minus 150, a little juicy, but I really like what I've seen out of Eflin at home, and I have not liked what I've seen out of Eovaldi down the stretch here, so we'll see what happens today in Tampa. Let's head to Minnesota. Blue Jays and the Twins game two of this series. Minnesota on top, one nothing in this series after finally ending that 8 
16 game losing streak in the postseason. Twins minus 135 on the money line. The Blue Jays are plus 110. Your total set at seven and a hook at BetMGM. Jose Barrios going for the Blue Jays. Sonny Gray going for the Twinkies. What is the play? I'm going to go first five under four for minus 110. I think this is a good number to get in the first five innings. Anytime it's above three and a half, I think that is a pretty solid total for two great pitchers here. We've seen Jose Barrios face against this Twins lineup that he should know pretty well. He used to play for the Twins, came up as a prospect through the Twins uh, organization. Five and two-thirds scoreless. The one time he has faced the Twins this year. And then meanwhile, I think Sonny Gray is one of the more dependable pitchers that we will see in this wild card round. Uh, Also going against the Toronto Blue Jays offense that has been very hit or miss. We saw it last night. And you look at the the final score of the Twins game last night, and you say, oh, they scored, you know, three or four runs. Well, all three of those runs came at the hands of Royce Lewis. I don't think you can squarely depend on him to put up Barry Bonds-level numbers yet again and carry right. the entire offense. Because you look at the first four innings, the Twins only had three hits. It's not like it was a hit parade going against Kevin Gosman. It's just they had some very timely ones. So I'm willing to bank on the fact that both these offenses are still going to be a little pedestrian, at least in the first five innings, because I really do like this pitching matchup. So let's do that. First five under four, minus 110, Twins and Blue Jays. Oh, you found it at minus 110. I saw it at minus 125. I'll take it at minus 10. Oh, well, it's gone down a little bit. It was minus 125 earlier this morning, so I will be happy to do that. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I love what I've seen out of both of these guys. I don't know if this handicap is something that resonates when you're talking about the end of the season because playoff baseball is different than what we see during the 162-game regular season. But both teams, or both hitchers, I should say, in the afternoon, Chelsea's an afternoon start again. They are fantastic in this spot. Jose Barrios, 4-0. 2.13 ERA and Sonny Gray, who is definitely the better pitcher, especially when you look at the advanced numbers here. During the day, five and two over 13 starts, a 1.80 either or ERA for both of these teams. And when you mentioned the first five, neither of these teams particularly special in the first five innings. We saw it yesterday where they really weren't hitting the ball, either team. And so I like the full game under, under seven and a half. You want to play it up to eight, lay the juice. That's fine. I'm going to go first five under four as well. Let's go to the senior circuit. Diamondbacks at the Brewers. Brewers laying a buck 30. Diamondbacks plus 105. Total set at seven and a half. D-backs took the surprising lead yesterday. One nothing hitting up on Corbin Burns today. Zach Gallen. Going for the Snakes. Freddie Peralta going for the Brew Crew. This is exactly what Arizona wanted. They put out Brandon Fott yesterday. The young kid didn't pitch well, but it was good enough because they bring in those arms from the bullpen. They get the win. What happens today, Chelsea? I think I'm leaning towards another first five under because... I did look at Zach Gallen against playoff offenses, and his numbers aren't great. He's had some crooked starts against the Orioles and the Dodgers where he's given up five runs, six runs, but his numbers against uh, the Brewers this year have been really good, and that's the team he's facing. Mm -hmm. Back-to-back starts of seven innings went shut out in one of them and only gave up one run and only three hits in his second start against Milwaukee this season. So clearly he matches up very well against this lineup. And then you look at Freddie Peralta against top-scoring offenses. He has quality starts in six of his last seven starts when facing 
postseason uh, participating offenses. So he hasn't faced Arizona yet this season. So I think both these pitchers have a good chance to uh, have a good one. And even if they yank these pitchers early, this is a desperation game. You know the Brewers are going to want to win this one because their season is on the line. So I think I'd side towards Milwaukee in the full game, but I think the better play, first five under. Let's hope both these pitchers uh, can keep – uh, both these offenses at bay, but I do feel nervous about it. I'm not sure if it's going to make the card. Yeah, I would lean. I don't want to play this. I, this is my least favorite of all the picks today. I like Brewers first five money line just based on the splits here. But you mentioned Zach Gallon good against the Brewers. The problem is on the road, he hasn't been great, especially compared to how he pitches in the desert. At home, he was a wagon this season. 12-3, and 2.47 ERA. But on the road, ERA goes up to 4.42, 5-6. Freddie Peralta has been so good. He has allowed more than three runs only once in his last 11 starts. And that was his last time out. So you would think based on the larger sample size, we see some positive regression from him. Ali Brewer's first five money line, but not crazy about it. Finally, Marlins at the Phillies tonight. Phillies minus 150 on the money line. Marlins plus 125. Your total set at eight. Phillies lead this series one game to none. Braxton Garrett going for the fish. Aaron Nola going for Philadelphia. Chelsea, give me a winner. Aaron Nola is not somebody I want to bet on. Let me make that perfectly Mm -hmm. clear. Because it feels like he goes one of two directions. He can be either really amazing, and we saw it in the postseason run for the Phillies last year, and he does have significant postseason experience, but he also is one of those pitchers that is fully capable of blowing up and giving up a four spot. So that is your sabotage factor. Aaron Nola is not nearly as trustworthy to me as Zach Wheeler, but I'll still lean towards the Phillies here. It feels like the hotter offense entering October. Uh, you saw the playoff environment that they had last night. These guys have a ton of confidence. I think it was Nick Castellanos that was already doing like the ring celebration, like he was holding up his ring finger. Maybe there's some inside joke yeah. that I don't know about, or they're just already saying, yeah, we're on our way to a World Series title. Uh, so a team that's playing with a lot of confidence, I will go Phillies closing out the series tonight against the Marlins, minus 160. Yeah, I saw that too, and a lot of people thought, whoa, Nick Castellanos flipping off everyone? What's wrong with it? No, it's definitely showing off the ring, putting up the ring finger, saying this is what we should have gotten last year. Now we're going after it this year. And I thought it was really cool for him to wear the number of Reese Hoskins, who has not been able to participate this season because of that ACL injury. Great moment before the game. Hoskins throwing out the first pitch. But I'm not really caught up in the Philly hype. I I do think they're going to win this series. I like the under here, and... You, you would hope at least Aaron Nola could lean on that playoff experience. He has been good at home this season. Six and three, 3.29 ERA. Braxton Garrett, I will say, has been really, really good away from Miami. Six and three, 2.85 ERA on the road this season. And these playoff games tend to lean to the under anyway. The Marlins, the fifth best under team in the majors. The Philly bullpen has been the second best in baseball over the past seven days. So you put all those together, I would go full game under between the Marlins and Phillies tonight at Citizens Bank Park. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.